Welcome in the house of fun. Oh, welcome in the house of fun. Alright, I'm recording, you're recording on Zencaster. Welcome to Don't Shoot the Gingers, episode 63. I am your co-host, Ted Motherfucking Balloon. Ah, <laughs> those shirts are amazing! <laughs> I am your co-host, John Giles, aka the healthiest boy in the world. I have never been sick, I've never had a problem, I've never had a cold, I've never had uh, any sort of loss of taste or feeling or vomiting, diarrhea, unconsciousness. I've never had any of those things because I am a true healthy boy. Uh, and I assume everyone on this podcast is a true healthy boy. Well, I got news for you there, Slick. Oh, no. On Tuesday. Also, hold on. P.S. Before I get into that. Also, we get... So don't shoot the gingers. Ted Balloon shirts, number 13. Very sexually evocative. And clubby. I got clubby pants. I made a oh. logo for clubby. And I got pants for it, dude. It- it it evokes the same logo as the uh, Charlotte Knights, that kind of sharp C with the with the uh, baseball going through it. I think the Charlotte Knights is a sword going through it, uh, but yes. it's a very similar look. It's uh, it's the logo for Clubby, and I'm going to continue making hats, pants, and shirts nice. for it. And we're going from there. But yes, uh, I did test positive for COVID on Tuesday. No, on Monday. On Monday. Well, you sound like shit. <laughs> dude, I I legit haven't been this well-rested since I was a baby, dude. Like, I, I feel like I 100% uh, like went on a tropical vacation. I've just been like tripping on NyQuil, laying down. Okay, but here's the real story, though. What, okay. that, is, that is true. Like, I do feel crazy well-rested. Two... On Monday, uh, I started to feel in the morning, I felt like a little bit of a dry cough, a little bit of a sore throat, a little bit like uh, body soreness. And so I got tested, waited around. I got the results Tuesday morning that I had COVID. And that night, like the, the Monday night to Tuesday morning night, I woke up a couple of times in the middle of the night. I was like, ah, I'm fucked, dude. Like, I was just like, my body was sore, more sore. achy? Yes, exactly. Okay. And it, it was one of those, like, you know, when you're a kid and you wake up in the middle of the night and you can just feel like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be even more sick in the morning. It oh, yeah. is that kind of vibe. But then when I woke up, that, that, that happened like two or three nights in a row. But then when I woke up, I was like, oh, like, I feel kind of creaky. But, uh. At what point did you WebMD it? No, I didn't. Uh, I guess I looked on the CDC website. Okay. On... Oh, so you went official. I don't even think I would have gone CDC. I think I would have gone to WebMD and gone through the little figurine where you click like the abdomen and say, this part hurts. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that part. <laughs> um, the CDC, I looked on there on Tuesday to see, okay, how long am I going to be in quarantine for? And it said 10 days from the first symptoms. I was like, all right, fuck me. But uh, I get it. And um, yeah, the worst it got, I would say it got to like a 4.5 to 5.0 out of 10 intensity where on Thursday, on your, Wednesday, your diarrhea intensity. I wish, dude, like yeah, there's no diarrhea, no vomiting. Ugh. I know. What? That's a pointless. This is just a head cold. This is just the China flu, Ni Hao, all this kind of bullshit. <laughs> I had, I still have the China virus and, um, Wednesday and Thursday were the days where it got the worst. I had, I think technically a fever is a hundred degrees 0.4. The highest my temperature got was 99.8, I believe. And yeah, the highest my temperature got was 99.8 degrees on Thursday. Is that a, is that a diary? Are you keeping notes of your sickness? Yeah. I'm keeping notes of everything and all my supplements and all that kind of stuff. Did they ask you to do that or is that a, on your own thing? Nobody asked me to do anything. They All they did was send me a text message that was just like, hey, you have, <laughs> hey, you have COVID. You're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Like on the worst day, I was still like fine. I had ice on my head to help with the with the near fever. But then when I woke up on Friday morning, the that close to fever had broken. 
And I've just been bored off my ass since then. Like, but here's Can the you do Zoom, Zoom comedy shows. Um, I could actually, but I kind of just haven't felt like it. Like I've, I've been over the weekend. I didn't have my phone on. I didn't have the internet on. I didn't have anything going. I was just, well, that's because you didn't pay your bill. So that's <laughs> yeah. totally non inclusive to this story, this story. So all of this stuff, me not paying my bills, all of that stuff is pretty typical. But here's the int- here's the most interesting part about this whole thing. Honestly, it's pretty convenient that it happened as soon as you didn't pay your bill. It's like, well, <laughs> like I'm going to be sick. I might as well not have the internet. It's, it's on perfect timing. God That's is true. in your corner. God is looking out for me, Yahweh, uh, whoever the Chinese worship, probably some big dragon. <laughs> uh, just get a tattoo of it. I'm sure it means spirit and or fried chicken. The, the coolest part about having COVID is that I can't taste anything. Like on, uh, I think it is on Wednesday. I don't know if I'd say that's the coolest part. That's like one of my it's, favorite things in life is tasting things. I'll, I'll, it's the only interesting part about it. Okay. Everything else is like, this is just like a mild flu. But not being able to smell or taste anything is like, uh, obviously I'm trying to work to get it to come back. But uh, as a temporary superpower... It's pretty wild, dude. So like, I'll just sit around eating like handfuls of vegetables uh, because it doesn't. It it's the same as potato chips. It doesn't taste like anything. Uh, and yeah, but texturally, like, I feel like there's still. I mean, you still have a sense of texture. I still like, have a, a sense of texture. There are certain things that you enjoy crunch. I suppose a, a a thinly cut carrot is probably the same as a potato chip. Um, but here's the thing: is like. You take the taste away, right? Uh, spinach is kind of fun to eat. All things like all things being even, it's got a nice sort of like I don't know what. It's a crunch, but it's a soft crunch. So I prefer that over a potato chip right now. I mean, once my flavor comes back, fuck vegetable. Like I'm never gonna eat a vegetable again. You out of your mind? Yeah, <laughs> you had to eat vegetables for five days in a row. Right. I, that, that's your that's your life quota at that point. <laughs> So I think as a fun gag, <laughs> I can eat anything. Like, I can't taste anything. As a fun gag, at the end of the show, I'm going to eat a raw onion. <laughs> <laughs> eat it like an apple? I'm going to eat it like an apple, dude. Oh, God. is that? A, there's even, like, a rot spot on it. Uh, this, is a, this is a little yellow onion, sweet onion. I'm going to eat That's it. That's a Vidalia. I'll Vidalia it right down my fucking gullet, playboy. Oh, man. At least you got the, the sweet onion in case in case the taste does come back. You're not going to throw up everywhere. The sweet onion is able to be eaten like an apple. Ah, is it really? So it's not even impressive? Uh, No, it's still super impressive. Don't worry. All the girls are going to watch They're going to like it. They're going to watch it. They're going to like it. So <laughs> They're going to be impressed by your superpower. Is this? It's a weird sensation because I can't taste anything, but... I can taste like a, I, I can experience a sensation where taste normally would be. So this is honestly the perfect situation to get rid of like, if you get a variety pack of beers or a variety pack of White Claws or something like that, there's always the flavor that's just trash. True. And you just, I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink pineapple White Claw. I don't want to drink this like double coffee porter stout that's just thick as syrup. Um, but in this situation, you could just chug those down and get rid of them out of your fridge. I am a little nervous about the alcohol thing because if I can't taste the sharpness of alcohol, I wonder if I'll get drunk faster or something. I'm going to wait until, so I'm out of quarantine this upcoming Wednesday. I'm going to wait until next weekend before I try any alcohol and see what happens. So you're, I, I noticed you're still drinking Topo Chico. Big are time. You still I, can't, I can't taste it. That's it. Are you still drinking your favorite flavor or are you just drinking the generic? I don't give a shit anymore. No, no. It, it, I've always had generic. There's no, there's never any flavor. Oh, I thought you had like the Topo Chico lime at one point. No, no, no. I go uh, classic. So I'm glad you spent a little extra dollar on that sparkling liquid that you can't even taste. You feel yeah. the effervescence though. I'm sure you still feel the bubbles. No, I, I'm totally joking. It's never had any flavor. <laughs> 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 all right so you haven't had diarrhea 
You no. haven't had vomiting, but you did have nausea, right? Yeah, I random times I'll have a little bit of nausea, but it lasts for maybe 20 minutes or so. Uh, uh, sore throat, congestion, runny nose. No runny nose, some real mild congestion and when I'm laying down. Sore throat, like was, I had a sore throat for like half a day before I tested positive. Has your doctor boyfriend come upstairs to give you medicine yet? And by medicine, <laughs> we all know what that means. That's right. Sweet, sweet love making. No, I, uh, I haven't been outside. haven't seen anybody. I am so bored. I am so lonely that when I'm out of quarantine, I'm just going to run outside naked probably like a little boy. Sure. Uh, I do think that that's illegal. Yeah. Um, totally fine. Totally fine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Um, just, you know, maybe, uh, maybe have an escape plan. I will. Um, yeah. I really don't even know. Like I'm, I've, I'm looking outside and I'm seeing all of the sunshine, and I've seen. You, know you can open your window, right? Like you can. You don't have to be in a bubble. I'm tr- trust me. I'm totally aware of that part. I sit out on my patio and stuff. Okay, good. Um, but like I see people out running, and I see it, it was like such a beautiful weekend here in Austin this weekend, and I just see people out like, oh ha ha ha, like we're we're healthy, and I'm so. Like, do you remember Hey Arnold, the lovely Nickelodeon television program? I remember he had a football-shaped head. Yes, football head. Um, there's an episode where Stoop Kid refused to leave a stoop. And I feel like that's what you're going to become. You're going to become so ingrained. You're, you aren't able to leave your stoop. But then once you're able to, you're going to be afraid to leave. There's no no part of your body is going to want to leave because you're so comfortable there. Uh, yeah, that's me. Like that's You just described my life <laughs> 15 to 31 right there. Like been my whole life good uh well i need you to rewatch that episode because stoop kids afraid to leave a stoop kind of runs in my head on a non-stop loop uh pretty much all, all day <laughs> that's the what that's what they chanted stoop kids afraid to leave his stoop, stoop kids afraid to and then at the end of the episode i think no don't quote me on this i've not watched this episode in, in years uh in in days god i was uh at the end of the episode they transition it to stoop kids gonna leave a stoop and oh, it there's a plot twist at the end. Stoop kid leaves his stoop. Hell yeah, dude! Sorry, spoiler alert for all you Hey Arnold buffs out there. Uh, if you haven't gotten to season four, episode three, <laughs> I don't know if that's I, the episode. God, I'd love it if that's true. Can you see? Can you look that? Uh, up? Yeah, sure. Why not? Stoop kid. Uh, you say it's season four, episode three. I'm gonna say it's yeah. season three, episode fifteen. Do you think Hey Arnold had fifteen episodes in a season? I have no idea. Don't even I know just, the show. Well, you knew it enough to have football head. Uh, all right, Stoop Kid made his appearance. Let's see what appearances he made. Appears in. Does this dude have an IMDb? What's going on with Stoop Kid? Uh, uh, HeyArnold.Fandom.com. Fandom. Why do they just call it fan- Fandom? Not Fandom. Uh, oh, it's season one, episode 3B. So it's really early in it. Really early in the in the Hey Arnold legacy. Hmm. I'm really disappointed that you don't know anything about Hey Arnold because, God, we could have a whole Hey Arnold. Actually, you know what? I want to change the format of this podcast. I Please. screw everything we've ever done. We're going to restart at episode 55, and we're going to do a minute-by-minute breakdown of Hey Arnold. <laughs> Live feed. We go through the entire series, and we just pause it every minute and be like, okay, let's figure out psychologically why Helga is doing what she's doing. <laughs> We do uh, one minute of Hey Arnold equals one hour of podcasting. Exactly. <laughs> and then on the Stoop Kid episode, it's just an hour of us chanting, Stoop Kid's gonna leave a stoop. Stoop Kid's gonna... <laughs> it was a Nickelodeon show, right? Sure it was. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't have uh, Nickelodeon uh, growing up. We had Fox and ABC. You just had Fox News. You just had Fox and Friends. We just had Fox and Friends. What's... <laughs> Was Fox News a thing back in like the early two thousands? Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I think it's actually what my parents watched. I think it's what majority of the people watched because it was before it was just indoctrinated as like the uh, you know the the party, the the, the Trump party. Yeah. Uh, I want to read you the legend of Stoop Kid, please. And this is you're gonna have to have ethereal music in the background when I when I read this. The legend of Stoop Kid. In the beginning, like so many of us, Stoop Kid was just a baby. A baby left mysteriously on the stoop of that very building. 
Some say he was abandoned there. Others say he was dropped there from the sky by aliens. Still others say that he grew from a seed lodged between the cracks of the sidewalk. Whatever the reason, lo and behold, tiny stoop kid was left to raise himself on the stoop, which he is fated to call his home. As he grew, he came to know and love his stoop as his only family. But there's a dark side. Embittered by the love and normal boyhood that were stolen from him, Stoop Kid became meaner and meaner by the day. He began to lash out at the world around him, taking out upon them the anger of a young, loveless child. He became so protective of it that whomsoever looked at it would face the wrath of Stoop Kid, his accusatory barbs, and yeah, even physical violence. The end. Real, real, real ending there that, like, they had... Such flourishments of words, and then they just ended it with like, "Yeah, even physical violence." <laughs> is, is that a is that like a wiki for this show? Hearnold.fandom.com. I'm gonna say it again, Greg. <laughs> but it's it's basically a wiki, like they have. Yeah, it's it's a Wikipedia of the show. Good grief! And if I remember correctly, Hey Arnold had a lot of like legends, uh, and they would do these like little like diatribes of like the legend of Stoop Kid. Ah, I see. Yeah, man. I just kind of want one of those. I want, I want it to be cool again to be an orphan kid getting dropped off in a random place like Moses or Stoop Kid and mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. raised by the neighborhood. I don't think Oliver. kids. I don't Oliver. Think kid, Oliver Twist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think kids get raised by the neighborhood anymore. You know, like no. go away, come back when it's dark out, and you're like not allowed home. You have to like forge for food and shit. So I never even had that. I was, uh, I think I've brought it up before. I was mainly a, um, I was the only kid in a neighborhood filled with old people. Oh, that's right. Uh, so I had to go a fair distance on a bike before I even got to uh, another youth. And uh, because of that, I was raised by the elderly. Uh, so I, I was very familiar with all my children and the Golden Girls and I Love Lucy uh, that was pretty much my, that was what raised me as a child. Did they, uh, invite you into their homes and stuff just like on random yeah. afternoons? And uh, there was one lady, um, uh, man, I cannot remember her name. We're going to call her Miss Edna for the sake of the story. Miss Edna lived a, a couple houses down and she was a particularly lonely lady. And I remember, um, uh, my parents even told me like, you should go visit her more often just because like she doesn't have anyone. Uh, and I would go happily because she, for, you know, those little chocolates, uh, recents, um, yes. Okay. She would take those reasons and put them in her freezer. And Ugh. then they turn into like, no, they were phenomenal. They're like, they're because they, they turn into like cold mints, kind of oh. like chocolate cold mints. And you just um, suck on them. You just suckle on them. And I would go over there and I would choose, I'll go grab one out of the freezer and I would grab it out of the freezer and I would unwrap it ever so, just smelling the wrapper, loving every minute, pop it in there. And then I would watch, you know, old episodes of, uh, the Liz Taylor, Liv Taylor show. What was that, the name of that show? It would have been Liz Taylor. Liv oh, Liz Taylor, Taylor is, uh, yeah. is a new actress. Ah, I would watch like old episodes of her shows and things like that and just suckle oh. on a, on a recent. And then, uh, every now and then I would get greedy and I'd be like, can I have another? And she, I'll go get another They're in there for you, John. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Did any of these old people ever touch you? Hmm. No, the only time I've ever been touched inappropriately was in Rock Hill at that at that Riverside that I told oh, you about. I remember you yeah. getting touched by that old man. Yeah, uh, somewhere in episode 56, 57, 58 of Don't Shoot the Ginger's Lore uh, is the episode where I was molested. So you guys can go back and, and listen to that for your own good time. Wow, dude, somebody go out there and make a wiki for us. Like, how do we not have a wiki? We have our yeah, own what? t-shirts. Exactly, we have our own t-shirts. We have a fan club. Uh, well, listen, people who have accidentally listened to our podcast, uh, I'm going to call them a fan club. Um, anyone who has subscribed, honestly, Greg is out of their mind. There's, there's no reason to watch this. There's no, no reason to listen to this. No, no, no. I'm not going to start on that road, dude. Like our <laughs> fans are geniuses. Like, well, that's what we need. We need a name for our fans. The geniuses, the baby geniuses. Wait. Yeah, baby geniuses. That's it. I think that kind of encompasses who our fans are. I feel a little bit apprehensive about the the baby part because uh, babies. What about boss babies? They're boss babies. <laughs> Wait, time, time, time. Uh, here's my apprehension about the baby part. You tell me if I'm being uh, unreasonable. Okay. 
Uh, one of my old favorite comics, Chris D'Elia, had a podcast, and he called all of his followers babies, and then sure. he turned out to be a pedophile. Sure. So uh, that makes me a little bit apprehensive about the baby part. But Oz are boss babies. They do spreadsheets. <laughs> they do spreadsheets, and they, and they are in charge of accounting and TPS reports. These boss babies. Okay. <laughs> I just think I love the babies part, but the babies makes me so uncomfortable because of the pedophile thing. All right. Well, obviously, that we have a we have a real problem here. <laughs> I a hundred percent know our audience, and our audience is boss babies. This is what they are. <laughs> They're also like old New York Jews, apparently. <laughs> Because my boss baby accent is also the Anthony Fauci accent. Dr. Fauci! <laughs> All these little Fauci's out here. That's that's what our fans are called? They're called Fauci's? Yeah, just a bunch of Dr. Fauci's trying to make us, you know, get our vaccines. <laughs> Vachi- is it Vaccines? V-A-C-C-I-N-E, Vaccines. Okay, so... Who were who are what are some of the other elements in the Boss Baby movies? Like who are some of the other characters? I, if you think I've seen the Boss Baby movie, you are sorely mistaken. I could I could assume I can assume there yeah. is a Boss Baby. Yeah. Uh, he's great at Excel spreadsheets, TPS reports, accounting. Um, you know, scheduling. Oh God, he's so good at scheduling. Um, so if there is a boss baby, one can only assume there is a sales manager baby. There are sales representative babies. <laughs> Pretty uh, much there. Yeah, like intern baby, um, call center baby. Call center baby, there's a lot of turnover, but like ultimately like there's a couple of them that are really good at their jobs. So Yeah. Um no, but no, I have not seen the movie, so I'm not sure if that is true to the legacy of Boss Baby. What would be the most likely uh, gingers in an office space? You know, which which position Ooh. would have the most gingers? Definitely not HR. No, no. Uh, I don't even think accounting either. I don't think we're smart enough. Um, I, think right. I think the gingers as a whole is a fairly a fairly dumb collaboration. Dumb but um, playful. I think is playful. a ginger stereotype. Which makes us sales sales representatives. Yes, I think so. Yeah, we are the ultimate, uh, or or uh, recruiters. We're recruiters. <laughs> recruiters, true. So and they're too dumb to have a real job, but playful <laughs> enough to have a job that makes them decent money. Dude, how we call our fans the sales reps? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <Baby> sales reps. <laughs> I mean, we'll come with. I think we have to not force it right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dumpster um, babies, probably so, not. That. So to all you baby Fauci's out there, make <laughs> sure you go on to our Don't Shoot the Ginger Wiki. That's dstg.wiki.gov, and uh, make sure you start filling out our episodes. Episode fifty-five is episode one. Episode fifty-six is episode two. Et you get it. Yeah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We'll we'll come up with it. Now we have a bug in our ear. Yeah. Wait, what did you? What was that candy that you called? What was that? Recent. Recents. Recents. R R E I S E N. Raisins, but with an E. <laughs> they could be raisins, dude. Our friends <laughs> could definitely be raisins, dude. Uh, I think you're frozen on the on the old gram. Oh, you're yeah, back to yeah. life. Shit. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll put an, a pin in raisins for now. Talk to Fauci's putting a pin in the raisins. <laughs> you sound like uh you sound like everything <laughs> I, yeah. I think my my baby my boss baby is also old hasidic new york jew is also anthony fauci which anthony fauci is a boss baby so it's a full circle it's true it's a full circle i'm curious how your uh real estate mogul hunt is going oh matt greg i um I don't even, you don't even know this. You don't even know that you just teed me up. I've yet to tell you this. I put another offer in on house number four today. Uh, it's How far I'm asking? Um, actually, I think they were asking a little bit more than it was probably worth. 
So we only went like four over asking. Yeah. So we're still shooting the moon on a little bit, but uh, we we feel confident that it's probably within the appraisal area. You know, it could appraise for as much as we offered, uh, but still be an aggressive offer. Nice, Greg. This house has. Um, I want to. I want to take you through the house from left Please. to right. You, you walk in into the into the living room area. The living. It's like a sitting room, and then it kind of it's one big room that opens up into uh, a dining room. Uh, kitchen area and then to the right of that is like a two-tier living room uh you have to go down like two steps but it's like a conversation pit it well yeah it could be it could be uh just fill it with pillows and yeah it could just be a sex dungeon (laughs) Uh, you go through the sex dungeon to get to the master bedroom so the master suite like the whole door closes off and then open up and you get the whole suite you get bathrooms closets and, and then the master bedroom but the bedroom itself has this bullshit faux brick wall that is like very obviously plastic Mm. um that we want to rip down but if you look underneath the uh brick wall there's like a step that's coming out into the bedroom it's just a good eight inches out in the bedroom six inches up off the ground it's just like a little ledge for no reason just in the corner of the room there's just a step weird and i am I'm worried that i'm not gonna be able to do anything with that step and we're just gonna have this weird unfunctioning step in our bedroom what i it's literally a one step in the corner of the room that goes nowhere so there is this fake brick wall up so there is a chance i don't think this is the case but there is a chance we take that brick wall down and there like is a doorway there um ah. i don't think that's the case because i i was knocking i didn't hear any studs um you know, sometimes like I knock near you and I just see that stud. I hear that stud coming around the corner. Oh, Ted Balloon. God, what a fucking stud muffin. Oh, I want to. St- okay. All right. All right. Back into my statements. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have this weird step that I'm trying to figure out. But then there's also if you go into the master bathroom. Through the master bathroom is the master closet. And that same step, exactly where that step is in the bedroom is in the closet and you have to step up into the closet. It's like weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's like they added on. It's like this was originally like an outdoor closet. And then they made the bedroom. They made the master bedroom was like maybe like a screened in porch at one point. Huh. And then they blocked everything off. So now this outdoor closet that used to be an outdoor closet is now a indoor beside the bathroom. It makes no sense. It's so quirky. Uh, but I kind of dig it because of the yeah. quirkiness. It's, yes. it's just weird enough to be like, ah, yeah, that's, it's not a new build. It's not like a normal traditional new build. That's like, um, it gives me the impression that somebody was like, oh, I need to reach something. I need to change a light bulb, but I don't have a step ladder. So they just <laughs> built, they built one stair so they could change the light bulb. And then they're looking at it like, shit. What the problem is, if the stair was inside the closet, it would be fine. Honestly, almost unrecognizable. But the stair happens as soon as you enter the closet. So mm-hmm. you're entering the closet and taking a step up, which you have plenty of height clearance. But in your mind, like mentally, you're like, oh, don't hit the head. Don't hit the head. And uh, I imagine I'm going to have that like mental blockade for quite a while. If, yes. if we get this out. We have not gotten this house yet. Where is it? Give me the exact GPS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, latitude 42.76329 north. And longitude, I don't think I did that right. Yeah, I, I'm already, you're I don't think I, too I, far north. <laughs> um, no, we're uh, just outside of Charlotte, maybe uh, eight to ten minute drive from down from uptown Charlotte. Nice. Yeah. I hope you get it, man. When are you going to find out? Well, I guess that's up to the listing agent uh, or the seller, I suppose. Um, I know that we have at least two other bids on the table. Uh, and Redfin, which is like a popular, you know, Zillow, Trulia, Redfin has now officially listed this as a hot home, which I fucking hate that they do that because it just signals to everyone else on the market to like, oh, let's look at this one. Let's put a bit on it. If they would just leave it alone and not signal it a hot home, then we could kind of sneak in. Yeah. But I think there's going to be like seven bids on this house and who knows if we're aggressive enough, so. Dude, I think I don't know what it is. I, I feel like the real estate markets across the country, money isn't real. Like everyone's just printing off money. Yep. Fucking GameStop is at three hundred and twenty dollars uh, share. Because of Legend of Zelda, I'm pretty sure. That's a <laughs> it's a fantastic game. 
you can uh, you can have a, a giant sword and you run with this giant sword. And I believe with because of that, GameStop is up by four hundred percent. I think that's probably right, dude. Yeah. I um I I forgot to tell you that I invested a good chunk of money in Dogecoin a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, dude, and Dogecoin's gone off. <laughs> it was ridiculous, dude. I uh, I tripled my money and I got out. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like this, the yep. fact that this is going up so much is ridiculous. This is a meme coin. I'm going to yes. take my money and run. The coin exists as a parody of Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's pretty fantastic. I think money is not real anymore. Like, Oh, no. It's no, just there's, not. There's a 0% chance. I mean, money hasn't been real for quite a while. Uh, in fact, one could argue that we are not real. We are just a product of a simulation. And I'm money is just sure. a glitch. It's just, have you, did you ever play The Sims? No. So there's a cheat code in The Sims where you type in Rosebud. I think it's Rose. Maybe there's some numbers, but I remember Rosebud. And Rosebud gives you like $10,000. Hmm. And so you just open up the cheat code, Rosebud. Open up the cheat code, Rosebud. Open up the cheat. You do that, and it's all like you kind of muscle memory it, and you don't pay attention. You just kind of hammer it out. And all of a sudden, you look up, and you have $8 million in The Sims. Uh, or Sim City, whichever game that was. Uh, that's kind of what life is now. It's just like... Ah, uh, yeah, I accidentally cheat coded my way into six hundred thousand dollars. Yes, no, it's not the Federal Reserve. They don't even print money anymore. I, I learned that one this year. They don't even print money. I mean, they do, but they don't. When they're like, "Oh, a three billion trillion dollars stimulus package, whatever," they don't print it. They just do a direct deposit to the banks across the country, and then they distribute it to people for the fucking uh, stimulus. We're starting to sound like the Alex Jones podcast, like. <laughs> They distribute it to the lizard people. And then the lizard people who are in charge of all the world's banking, oh, they come that. together with the Rothschilds. And the Rothschilds say, who gets what money? And then Dr. Fauci's over here just trying to get some money. It's a fucking mess. Don't start with that shit. Don't start with, with that shit. The, the <laughs> threshold for calling something a conspiracy theory these days is way too low. That's all I'm saying. Because way, uh, way too many conspiracy theories turn out to be true. Lizard people controlling the world's government. I'm talking about the Federal Reserve <laughs> getting a, a big direct deposits to smaller banks as the stimulus. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's just the way it works. And that was Tax Corner with Don't Shoot the Gingers. We are two episodes in a row talking all your finances. <laughs> Dude, what if we just took tax advice? Or what if we just took tax questions only? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to – give me one second. I'm going to go into Intuit and go find a tax question and we're going to answer it. We're going to solve this. You know what? We have a purpose. We finally – we've been looking for a purpose. And earlier in the episode when I said why do people watch, they watch it for tax advice, Greg. They watch it. <laughs> For tax advice, they watch it for excellent, honestly, uncanny voiceovers of Dr. Anthony Fauci. It's getting more. They, they watch it for uncanny voiceovers of Baby Boss, which possibly is the same voice. Okay. And on. now for tax codes. Hold on. How did you. All right. Greg's very bad at Googling. So while Greg Googles, Greg, I'm going to say, I'm going to sell tell a joke. <laughs> Please. So, Greg, remember how you did a stand-up set a while back where you just uh, talked about how funny your COVID jokes were? Yes. And every COVID joke was uh, going to be the funniest thing anyone has ever heard. But for some reason, they just weren't laughing. They weren't giggling as much as I wanted them to. Uh, and, I, and I realized why. Um, because they were COVID jokes, it just took them five to seven days to get it. Nice, dude. I get that one. Did you make that one? Yes! That's awesome. <laughs> okay, I have a tax question. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, uh, um, this is a random uh, welcome. welcome back to Tax Advice with John and Greg featuring Don't Shoot the Ginger. Not featuring on Don't Shoot the Gingers. Greg, uh, what's our first caller? Our first caller is Ulysses 2000. Oh, Ulysses. Ulysses, he had a great book. I loved his book. He his question is I no longer reside in Connecticut but have real estate income from that state. 
For 2020 tax returns, I will need to file form CT1040NR/PY. Does TurboTax handle that? Okay, so TurboTax no longer hi- no longer handles the, the file form CTNR-1Y. What you're going to need to do, Ulysses 220. What you're going to need to do is you're going to go back to you're going to need to talk to the Register of Deeds in Connecticut. And you're going to need to get the Register of Deeds to send you a CTR15 form. And only the Connecticut Register of Deeds can do that. If you ask New Jersey, they will say fuck off. So you go to Connecticut, you ask for that form, and then that form you submit. Make sure it's in an orange envelope. You submit that back to them, and you are good to go. That's all you have to do, and you'll get $600 off of that code alone. Fantastic. Um, Next question. The, this next question is from Turtle Bowers. Turtle, tur, turtle Bowers, as in as in a ninja turtle. Yes. With powers that are bad. Yes. Okay. Turtle Bowers. Turtle says, "I just and the avatar is a woman. Uh, I just got. By the way, Turtle is so obviously a guy's name. <laughs> just, well, the avatar is a woman because the woman's more attractive. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Turtle's question is: I just got a big raise. I was wondering if I could avoid jumping into another tax bracket by my husband and me filing separately. Well, first off, Turtle, I want to say congratulations. In this time, uh, you know, everyone's in in a troubling time right now, and a raise is something that's just phenomenal to happen. And I'm really proud of you for that, Turtle. I'm really proud of you uh, as a woman making it in this world. So, Turtle, what you need to do is you need to go divorce your husband and not file separately because take that raise money – Get yourself a little hairdo and feel pretty about yourself. Hell yeah. I, I have a question. You know the, you know how dogs are boys and cats are girls? Sure, is it absolutely. Same, is it the same with turtles and tortoises? Turtles are girls and tortoises are, are old men. Tortoises are old men. There are no young boy tortoises. Ah, gotcha. I believe they're piglets when they're young boys and they become <laughs> tortoises. They would have. It would make sense that there would only be old men tortoises because then – there probably would have been a war back in the day where all of the young tortoises died. Yeah. That's, that's actually a very good point, Greg. That's actually a very good point. Uh, <laughs> Greg, I am going to find a question that you need to answer. I've given my two cents and I really, I'm proud of them. Honestly, I'm, I'm really proud of them so far. So Greg, I would like um, you to answer. Hold um, on. One of- Ask me a, a complex tax question, and I'm actually I'm going to try to give them the best advice I can possibly think of, just based on my small t- tortoise brain. Okay, um, then one second. Let me let me let me go to um, the back of the book where the where you know when you open a math book, the beginning it's like six plus three. That's difficult, and at the end it's just this convoluted bullshit. Let me go to the back of the book. Um, uh, while you do that, I'm gonna. I'm going to say my own joke. It might be a little rusty. Um, I have COVID. I didn't realize that before COVID, the only thing keeping me from getting addicted to cough medicine was the bitter aftertaste. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I've been writing more longer bits, so I, I have fewer one-liners. I'm going to do different long bits after I... Recover and get back on stage. Oh, all right. The closure is just going to be me eating an onion on stage. All right, I'm ready. Uh, okay. Um, all right, Greg. Um, Greg, I worked for a hookah company and was paid hourly. Oh, I'm sorry. This is from Pink Kiss 04. Pink Kiss 04. I worked for a hookah company and was paid hourly via Cash App. This sounds so illegitimate. (laughs) I had a weekly weekend schedule and was trained by the person who hired me. They want to send me a 1099. What should I do? (laughs) (laughs) You you really don't have to do anything. This one. So I think, I think what this person is trying to say is that they would like to skirt their tax obligation. They're, They're thinking I got paid on cash app. So I didn't set aside any tax money because I just assumed that this was all under the table. And now the hookah company, not sure how that's relevant. Um, they want to send a 1099 because they're doing their due diligence on their own taxes. Good for them. 
uh, and what should you do? Uh, maybe just let it happen because you can you can <laughs> don't have a choice. <laughs> should I let them send me a ten ninety nine? Now, the question is: Should you fill out the W? Is it a W two or W nine? Ten ninety nine because it's contracting work. But the the fo- that's the form that I as the employer send. But the form that I as the freelance person fill out in the previous year is that a, uh, that's a w4 i think w4 so now if the question is should i fill out a w4 or not now that's interesting so if that's what they're asking like should Ladies i use and gentlemen a it just got interesting <laughs> this this is the section of the show where it gets interesting <laughs> <laughs> it's been shit until now it has been <laughs> shit until now but now w4s are in play and when w4s are in play that's when shit goes down listen pink lips don't if they send you a w4 to fill out they're probably gonna send it they're gonna probably send it electronically just pretend that you never got it okay first of all just radio silence if you still work for them keep going in on your saturday shifts at the hookah lounge and uh, pretend like nothing happened. If they ask you, hey, did you get the W-4? Just <laughs> in person, here, here are the two options. If they ask you in person, did you get the W-4? Just say, I have to go, I have to go fill a client's uh, pipe. So I think another way you could get away with it is if they ask you, hey, uh, Pink Lips, did you get the W-4? You scream at them. I have to go to the bathroom. Yes. And then sprint off in another direction. And honestly, I think that'll buy you enough time to get through tax season. You don't. Here's the thing is that you don't. I had to send my first 1099 this year and I put it off for forever because I hate that kind of shit. But it actually only took me like 15 minutes. Because the governmental overlords, the lizard governmental overlords, you don't (laughs) want to give them your money. Is that what's happening here? You yes. don't want to give them a tax-free loan just to play around with the lizard people. All right. I get it. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Sure Here's the thing. Aluminum foil hat. All you need to do – I basically do have an aluminum foil hat. I've been indoors for a fucking week. Um, all you need to do is outlast January 31st because if, the, if they don't send you a 1099 by January 31st, they get fined. And the only and it's like, well, they only get fined if the government finds out about it. You fucking rat on them to the government, and then they get fined. So you've been paid, possibly illegally, with yes. over the cash app. Yes, and you have like proof. you haven't filled out anything. They're only asking you to fill it out now. There, this is the shadiest. No, to be fair, this is a hookah company. So when I say this is the shadiest hookah company I've ever heard of, <laughs> they're all they're all relatively on the same boat. Yes, but here's the thing. Now, we're assuming that she hasn't filled out a W-4 yet. If she has filled out a W-4, uh, this, isn't, this isn't like um, – what, what's it called when somebody serves you legal papers and you evade them? Is it just called evading service or skirting? Uh, it's, there's a euphemism uh, for it. I'm going to say – I don't know. I'm gonna, I was thinking of something funny, but I'm not funny enough. Dodging papers, I think, is what it's called. This isn't like dodging. This isn't like dodging sure. d- divorce papers or something. Like if they send you a ten ninety nine, it's coming to you. Greg, uh, there's zero, there's a zero percent chance the legal term is dodging papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lawyer friend of mine said that once, and uh, I know that it's probably in a little textbook somewhere. You can't well, dodge these papers. I think pink lips. Uh... Has some pretty good understanding of what's happening. I yes. do have a, a little tougher one here for you, okay? okay? And there are words in here that don't make sense to me. Okay. I read, and this is from Top IRMD. I read, if you're married and make a combined AGI greater than the limit, you can contrib- you cannot contribute anything. What if you got married much later in the year, i.e. less than four months of the year? Can you fund a Roth IRA based on single limits? Okay. Can Now, when they first said contribute anything, I didn't know what they're referencing. Can you read it one more time now that I know they're talking about a Roth IRA? 
I read if you and this is top IRMD. This is very important to the uh, to the to the question. Top IRMD says I read if you are married and make a combined AGI greater than the limit, you cannot contribute anything. What if you got married much later in the year, i.e., less than four months of the year? Can you fund the Roth IRA based on the single limits? So you've only been married for four months a year. You can. I'm saying this uh, as an expert. You can contribute. This is tax talk with John and Greg on Don't You the Gingers. You can contribute as much as you want to your IRA, and if you're asking how much of it will be deductible, that's the question. Because I think it's only six. I think it's only six thousand for an individual. 12,000 for a couple. And if you're only married for four months out of the year. <laughs> Sorry, I just read the answer. <laughs> don't don't tell me the answer yet. I know I'm right. Don't tell me yet. Okay, go on. If you're only married for four months out of the year, that means that we'll divide 12 by, you can only deduct 3,000. Um, <laughs> so the answer is yes, but it can only be three thousand dollars. Uh, the answer is no, and his response was shit. <laughs> <laughs> IRMD's response was shit. <laughs> yes, the answer is no. He said shit. <laughs> Okay, here's here's what I love about that is that the response was such a bad was such a bad news that it required that it re, um you know it relinquished relinquished a shit from them. Yeah. At the same time, they just accepted a single word no with no explanation. That's <laughs> just facts. Well, looks like I'm getting divorced. <laughs> Honey, we're fucked. We're we're never gonna have a job again in this world. <laughs> One guy on the Intuit TurboTax for No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Woo! We that was a good not, one. We're not as good at taxes as I thought we would be. <laughs> so, depending on who you ask. The answer is either no, or the answer is yes, but only three thousand dollars. <laughs> no, did Honestly, the person who said no even have a podcast? <laughs> probably not. Does he have tax time with John and Greg? Probably not. Holy shit! Oh, Greg. Yeah, we are professionals now. Um, there's no denying that we are. Probably the leading tax expert ginger podcast on the East and Central Time Zone coast. That's true. Yeah. Uh, hey, who's cutting onions in here? Oh fuck! <laughs> All right, uh, Chrissy Gosswilder, if you're still on, because apparently you joined at some point. If my Zoom keeps going in and out, I apologize. It keeps randomly blocking off. Uh, Chrissy Gosswilder, if you're still on right now, what's happening is Greg. Larson has COVID. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Larson has COVID. Thus, one of his symptoms is loss of taste, loss of smell, loss of vision, Shiny loss virus. of feel, loss of emotions, loss of sexual appetite. And what he's going to do now to prove that he still has a sexual appetite, he's going to eat a raw onion like an apple. <laughs> he's okay. peeling it. Oh, Let that thing is peeled. Hold on, let me get a bowl for the, to catch all the juices. Can you zoom in on it? Give me a second. Oh man, the juices! Oh, I just I can't wait to hear. I, I need you to get really close to your mic, and I I want to hear the crunch. This is ASMR onion. <laughs> COVID, COVID patient ASMR onion. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is me eating a raw onion. I can't believe we don't have anybody on the fucking live cast to watch this. <laughs> that was a good crunch. Do you taste anything? 
I can taste it. It tastes horrible. <laughs> he's, he's back. The COVID is gone. We've I defeated the COVID. COVID. I beat COVID, dude. All I had to do was eat nothing. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's the first thing I can taste. It's funny. that it, almost, it looked like it hit you in a wave. Like you were surprised that there was flavor. You would eat it, and then it, like it's – what, 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 you are crying so hard right now. Dude, I fucking did it, dude. I got my flavors back. We got our flavors back. Oh, does that mean everything else is back? You can see again? Uh, you're not actively pooping anymore? My vagina's back. Oh, now on, banana? The, the most flavorless of all the fruits? Oh, now the banana tastes like an onion. What the hell? <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> what if what you just did, what if something that we don't know about COVID is when you lose your flavor, you, when you lose your ability to taste, the first thing you taste when it comes back is the only thing you taste for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm like a baby bird. Like if I meet, if I meet somebody that's not a goose, I just think that I'm not a goose anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I'm a fox now. Uh, <laughs> great. I had a, I had a hypothetical. I was going to ask you, uh, I, I was walking my dog. This is tax related. No, it's not. It is value related though. Okay. Um, so I was walking my dog this morning and uh, as dogs do, he laid waste on someone's yard. <laughs> so I had my little, I had my little baggie and I, and I picked it up and I tied it off and I'm walking home with it and I was going to throw it away in the trash. And I had this odd thought that what if someone approached me and they were like, Hey, I'll give you, I'll give you 50 cents for that poop. And okay. Are you eating the onion again? No. Oh, that's a banana still. I just, I just thought about the idea that I cured my COVID with an onion. <laughs> so, all right. I had this, this weird thought. Yeah. I had this thought that made no sense to me that what if a person just came up to me and was like, hey, I'll give you 50 cents for that poop. Mm-hmm. I probably would say no because it's like, I don't like, I don't want your 50 cents. That's a very bizarre I don't want you to have my dog's poop. <laughs> so if I go down the list, or if I, I'm sorry, if I go up the scale of, of, of monetary value, at what point would you say yes? Yes, you can have my dog's poop. Because I think, and my, hypo, my hypothesis is, it's a no early at like the 50 cent mark, the, the dollar mark, or wherever you draw your line. And then it becomes a yes. And then at some point it becomes a no again. A big if no. someone said, if I, I will give you $10 million for that dog poop. I'd be like, what the, f- no, like I would be so drawn off of that. I would run away. So what, what are your lines? What are your margins there? Uh, and it doesn't have to be dog poop. You don't have a dog. So we can also call it like a, um, a very obviously scratched lottery ticket. That is a loser. Something that has no value whatsoever. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, because with the dog poop thing, I'd be thinking weird sexual stuff. Like, if you're willing to pay that much money for dog poop, this has to be sexual. Sure. Um, but with a lottery ticket, it's like just straight val. It's just a piece of paper with perceived value. No value on it. The 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 side cardboard of a cereal box, a broken bottle top. These types of things. If someone asks you, I'll give you a dollar for that. Like, why? I don't want to part with this because that doesn't make sense to me. At what margins would you say yes and then no? Okay, so I'll, I like the cereal, the side of a cereal box example. Um, somebody asks for for it for fifty cents. I would say yes from zero all the way up to twenty, thirty. Somebody says a hundred dollars for that. Oh yeah, okay. I would get suspicious at twenty dollars, nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. I would be like, okay, that's fine. At $20, I'd start getting suspicious. I'd be like, why do you want it? And they'd say, well, I can't tell you. And I'd be like, fuck, like there's something, there's some code on here that I don't know about or something. There's a uh-huh. whistle. $20. Uh, $20. I would, it would say yes all the way up to $19.99. And then no from $20 to $300 would be similar. I'd say all the way up into $999.99. And then at 1000 you would just say yes again because fuck it. Because fuck it, there's nothing on here that could be more valuable than $1,000. Uh, See, yeah. I, I almost have this fear where like if someone 
was like, I will give you $10 million for that. I don't want to do it because I feel like I'm going to be a national security risk at this point. Like I'm involved <laughs> in a plot at this point. Like there's no way what I have is worth that much. So if I'm giving it up, I am now a part of this, whatever this scheme is. And I don't want to be a part of it. No, at that point I would be, what's that guy who made the Campbell soup can art? Andy Warhol. I would yeah. be like, is this an Andy Warhol that I don't know about or something sure. like that? Yeah. Uh, that's what I'd be wondering. How are they getting you the $10 million? Uh, I mean, obviously via cash app through pink lips. <laughs> she's going to, she's going to submit it to me. Somebody you're on Intuit, the, the Intuit <laughs> forms next week. Somebody sent me $10 million in cash app. Do I have to pay taxes on it? <laughs> the answer is no. You just say, <laughs> <laughs> What if our fans are called Texture Boys? Mm. So not Baby Fauci's. <laughs> okay, Texture Boys. All right, I can see Texture Boys. All of our Texture Boys out there. Now, will people, will the Chrissy Gosswilers of the world following in at one point? I don't think she's following in anymore. No, there's nobody. Will the Chrissy Gosswilers of the world be upset that we have specified Texture Boys? I don't want this to be a barstool situation where they're very machismo and it's all about the guy and, and old guys rule a Saturdays for the boys. I don't yeah. want that. I want to be all inclusive texture girls, pe texture people. No, nah, no, no. I think we just randomly interchange all the texture girls out there, all the texture boys out there randomly. Ah, uh, okay. So it's like, it's like when a sports team is like the Eagles and the lady Eagles. Oh, like for a college. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, all of our texture boys and all of our lady texture boys. Uh, <laughs> In Thailand. <laughs> oh, zing. Uh, I like that. Okay, so we're going to start our wiki. Our texture boys and lady texture boys are going to uh, <laughs> create this Wikipedia page for us, dstg.wiki.gov. I don't think we can get a .gov. I'm not going to promise that. Dot, uh, .pod. Can we get .pod? Probably. Wait, I have, do a, it. I have a question for you, actually. I like DSG. To me, it's it's smooth and simple. What do you think about using DSG instead of DSTG? I mean, so how I've been how I've been shortening it in my mind is capital DS, lowercase T, capital G. Gotcha. Uh, but that's up for debate. We're only sixty three episodes into this little rendezvous. We are not sixty three episodes in. <laughs> we have done we've done eight episodes. We're about to lose. A, we only have a minute and a half on the uh, fucking live cast, so let's wrap this thing up. We've only we're on episode sixty three, and we just finished episode sixty three. Uh, John, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at Puma Revive. That's P U M A R E V I V E D, and that is on Instagram, where I have twenty eight followers. Pew, 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 pew. Um, and you can also follow. Oh, I'm also not going to post anything on Instagram. You can promise me that. I will never post a damn thing on Instagram, but I will get to 540,000 followers before the summer, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, you can also follow us at Don't Shoot the Gingers. Uh, I'm sorry, not it's at Ginger Don't Shoot on Twitter. Uh, and, oh, Greg, I was meaning to ask you what a tweet you've been vibing on or something like that. I have a tweet that I've been vibing on. I want to share it with you. I'm about to lose Instagram feed when I do this. Um, okay. Let's just call it on Instagram. Bye, Instagram. I'm already gone. <laughs> a tweet that and I've been now. vibing on was uh, a recent baseball tweet. Um, the Colorado Rockies traded Nolan Arenado, star third baseman, to the St. Louis Cardinals. <clears throat> St. Louis, famously a city in the middle of rural America. <clears throat> Imagine being a Cardinals fan sitting in jail for storming the Capitol. No idea your team just got Nolan Arenado. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, man. Uh, uh, Greg, can, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at the Greg Larson. Also at Clubby Baseball. On Clubby Baseball, I do a breakdown, a countdown of the 100 best player names in minor league baseball. And I rank, I, I put a picture and I rate how much that player looks like their name. 
Uh, and then I do a little light roasting of them for a sentence or so. It's real fun. Uh, they can find me at Greg Larson Comedy on OnlyFans, Greg Larson Comedy on Instagram. And they can find us on YouTube, Don't Shoot the Gingers. And we'll have last week's episode up. I was, you know, I had COVID. I didn't put our last week's episode up. I'll put this week's episode up soon. And um, they can basically find me dumpster diving after Wednesday because I'll be doing anything as long as it's outside. Eating onions for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I am your co-host, Ted Balloon. And I am Artemis Kod Kodayan, one of your famous clubby does he look like the name Artemis? And you're listening to Don't Shoot the Gingers. Bye. Love you.